0: thank you so much for joining us today. I'm Safiya Kazi, and I'm the Privacy Professional Practices Principal here at ISACA. I'm excited to be joined today by Caitlin McGaw, who's the founder of Caitlin McGaw Coaching. So, Caitlin, thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Safiya, great to be here.
0: So, before we jump in, can you just give us a summary about your background in recruiting and career coaching?
1: Oh, my gosh. Um, So... My life work, and I really see coaching as a calling, I think really starts back when I was a little kid. We had this United Nations poster on the wall of kids from around the world in traditional dress. I love that poster. Well, go figure, I would go into anthropology as an undergraduate. And then from there, uh, I got my first job and I noticed that they were using executive recruiters. And I thought, what an amazing way to apply anthropology by looking at corporate culture and then finding the right fit. So when I went back and did my MBA at Berkeley, I was thinking about, well, hey, wouldn't it be great? We're globalizing all these workforces. Wouldn't it be marvelous to help companies build high, highly performing, high productive global workforces because everybody could understand each other, their cultural differences? Sort of that was my pie in the sky idea. Um, So we'll get to that. And then I moved to Malaysia and I worked there, uh, was raising kids, was working for nine years. And when I came back, my resume, needless to say, was a patchwork and a re-entry professional and job search was a slog. So by chance, I happened upon an ad in the paper and for an executive search firm. And I thought, that's great. So I auditioned, they had a you had to call in and leave this detailed phone message all about yourself. So I auditioned and I got the job and it turned out to be an IT audit search room. Did I have any idea what that was? No, absolutely not. But the founder was absolutely passionate about IT audit. And he had uh, been an ISACA chapter president for the San Francisco ISACA chapter. And he had sat for the CISA exam and passed it. Anyway, his enthusiasm was infectious. And I got super excited about helping uh, IT auditors find the right fit, the right company. I was really engaged with that mission of controls and let's have a controlled environment and um, let's consult with their internal consult auditees and and sort this out. And so that's kind of how that happened. And I stayed in search for 24 years. And uh, last year, with a lot of reassessment, I decided it was time to go coach. And I've been doing that for the for umpteen years anyway, coaching candidates through job search, coaching candidates through interviews, coaching hiring managers through their hires, what was a good fit. So coaching is a natural. And I'm really excited to bring that to our digital trust community because that's where I intend to specialize.
0: I love that. Now, you mentioned that you weren't really familiar with IT audit when you got into this role, but we're also finding that a lot of people who are entering the workforce who are maybe college students don't think about IT audit as a possible career path. Could you share a little bit about maybe some of the benefits of pursuing a career in audit, including you know the demand, how salaries might compare to other average entry-level salaries, and then what future career roles could look like in audit?
1: Absolutely. So, I mean, I had this list here. I'm just looking at this. I mean, it's just an amazing amount that IT Audit exposes to you. One, you get to see the company from the top down, which is unusual if you're in just an operational functional area. But here, because Audit reports to the board and has a mission across the entire spectrum of the company, you see everything. You're privy to all kinds of interesting strategy and insider views of how executives are thinking. You learn about Risk, which um, increasingly is a really important part of our business world. You learn about controls and how they function, um, which absolutely is transferable when you move into other roles. You have a diversity of projects. Um, It's never the same thing. You touch on all the IT systems in the company. You learn about the business processes. You learn how to present. You learn how to write and to write for different audiences because you may be writing a report for a director. You may be writing it to the CEO and you get that visibility all across the company. So it's an easy way to network into all sorts of functions and learn even more about what you'd really like to do if audit may be just a stepping stone. So I think audit is an amazing place to start. It gives you such breadth. It's like doing a it's like doing an on the job MBA. About demand, oh my gosh, it's through the roof. Everybody I've talked to lately says, I can't find enough auditors. Uh, So there's high demand. And you know, that's not a new thing. Safia, that's been going on for for a couple of decades. There just is never enough uh, supply to meet the high demand and it's constantly increasing. And why is that? Well, part of it, it's because audit is such a great place to jump into other careers. And there's a lot of internal movement of IT auditors out into the company, as well as people moving, say, from public accounting into internal audit and then someplace else. But also, hey, let's face it, cybersecurity has drained off a, a number of people too. Um, and that's a growing field as well. And, and there's good ebb and flow between cyber and IT audit. So um, there's always demand. And salaries, my gosh, very, very competitive. I don't want to quote anything because they're they're so different all around the world and in every region, but these are very competitive entry-level salaries.
0: That's great. Can you talk a little bit about some potential paths into IT audit for those that don't necessarily have a degree that's related to that? Specifically, have you helped place any candidates from unconventional or non-traditional paths into IT audit?
1: Wow. Great question. Yeah. A lot of people think that you've got to have a CS degree or even there are some specialized programs at certain universities that do an IT audit specialization. But hey, I've placed people who had a degree in math and computer science with a business background. So the BBA, the business bachelors with MIS, that's a very common path. But also um, economics, political science. I placed somebody who had a degree in biology who had been pre-med. Um, I didn't place somebody who had a background in dance. So I think there's a lot of different things that uh, people do in their lives. And that's even more so now. Uh, one of the things that really stands out about those candidates with non-traditional backgrounds is that they had interests in IT and maybe that took form of they built a network sandbox at home, or they had taken up coding and they were passionate about coding and coded an app or did something else. I've had people who had worked at their college help desk. I've had people who helped run a small computer repair shop, just all kinds of things that even though they may have been studying something else, these interests really dovetailed into IT IT audit because they signaled um, not only a interest in the area, but they had a modicum of skill and um, they had an interest to learn. So hiring managers look at that and um, recognize that as a key part of the story. And that's why I always tell hiring managers, look beyond the resume, find out more about what these people do and how they spend their time.
0: Yeah. All right. So we've talked about why you might want to pursue a career in IT audit, some different paths you can take, but let's get into the specifics of a job search. So what tips would you give to new or early career IT auditors to help them really ace that interview process to land that job?
1: Yeah. Excellent question, Safia. So I think the very it all starts with your resume and um, learning how to write a resume that is that is loaded with content that tells the story of how you were an initiator, how you led the charge on something, even if it was a small piece of a project, what you did and why it mattered and being able to articulate why it mattered uh, is really critical. That's going to make the resume stand out. And including some of those activities like we were just talking about, do you have a hobby around coding or uh, you had experiences working with IT in some other capacity that make you an interesting candidate even if your current degree doesn't necessarily dovetail? But tell that story in your resume. Create a LinkedIn profile that shows who you are and also demonstrates what you're interested in. One of the ways to do that is to join ISACA and be a part of a number of the ISACA groups as well as other IT audit-oriented groups on LinkedIn. Those are key signals of your interest in the field and will make you visible to recruiters and to hiring leaders. And more and more recruiters are internal recruiters, especially for college-level positions. Usually, executive recruiters don't handle the entry-level roles, But so it's really critical to tell that story for the HR internal recruiters. And then joining ISACA itself and participating, if your chapter has a student chapter, join that and get involved with like-minded students and take initiative to have a leadership role if that suits you. I mean, there's a whole variety of things you can do for an ISACA chapter. But if it doesn't, if your chapter doesn't have um, a student function, join anyway, volunteer at events, uh, participate, get to know people. It's a perfect networking forum.
0: Yeah. And so I know you've placed just countless auditors in jobs in various companies and all kinds of industries. Have you found that there's any common denominator among candidates who are the most successful in their roles? And are there certain things that they do or character qualities that they show that really sets them apart once they're on the job?
1: People who who take initiative, meaning they don't sit around waiting for all the information to be handed to them. If they're assigned a project, they go quickly out and research. Maybe they find a training class. Um, They talk to the people around them about what's been done in the past. They show that they're interested and they take steps to act on uh, the project instead of waiting for somebody to help them and sort of spoon feed them the way to do it. Another thing that comes out is Soft skills. And it gets stressed time. And again, how critical soft skills are to succeeding in IT audit and actually security as well. But for IT audit, those soft skills, both the writing skills and the presenting skills are absolutely essential. So spending time to work on improving your writing, I find a lot of my most successful people do. They ask for writing feedback. um, They ask for presenting feedback. They ask for the opportunity to present at a meeting. All those things will help you succeed. The other sort of key traits are empathy, being able to put yourself in the other person's shoes and not Another thing that comes up time and again is audit isn't black and white. A lot of early practitioners sort of see it as it's in control or out of control, in compliance, out of compliance. Uh, But there's a lot of gray. And so learning how to understand that gray area and being open to that, that there is the gray that you have to consider. This is another piece of being successful in IT audit, cultivating. A big picture view. So really being interested in the entire company um, and the people and seeing as much of the company as you can is huge. Um, And then the last thing, high integrity. Can't be an IT auditor without high integrity.
0: Absolutely. And I know in a lot of your columns, you talk about the value of a strong network, but what are your tips for students or maybe early career professionals who don't yet have an extensive network? How can they work on building one?
1: Great question, Safia. So, I mean, that's, it's so scary, right? We all think about like, oh, networking, yuck. But hey, really, everyone's your network. You start with all the folks you know, Right? I once had I once I once applied for a job at American Express as a financial advisor, and they told me you're going to build your network. This is how you're going to find your clients. And you had to list down 100 people that you knew. List 100 people that you know. Start with your folks, your fo- your folks, family, friends, people in college, your professors. Be bold about talking with your professors about who they know in industry, um, who might be somebody who would talk with you. LinkedIn groups are a fabulous way to do that but also once again i'm going to come back to isaka is a really comfortable safe networking space it's a really generous group of people who are keen to share and certainly they also know everybody needs new you know the early career professionals to come into the field and to learn and so there's a lot of support for that so being, participating in ISACA is a fabulous way to build that network. And I mean, just one of the things I think of somebody who had, was a fresh grad and had participated in the Chicago chapter, and actually was a Chicago chapter president who sent me an email saying, hey, I've worked with this person on a number of volunteer projects. Now she's terrific. If you know any hiring managers who might be open to talking to her, you know maybe you could help. Um, so it's amazing kind of how far and how deep that Networking is—it's very rich, so lots of opportunities there.
0: So, one person asks, "What if you're a mid-career professional? Are you doomed?"
1: Are you doomed? Golly gee, uh, no! I just—I'd love to know where that person uh, kind of what they're thinking uh, in terms of more, so I could really speak to that in a more articulated way. But I, you know, I—I'll I, address this in two ways because I'm not sure exactly where that person's coming from, but. One, one thing that has come up around IT audit in the past is, oh, my gosh, you're pigeonholed. You get to manager or senior manager and you're pigeonholed. There's nowhere to go. I, I really think that I've seen way, way too many cases of people just parlaying their IT audit skills and moving any number of different directions. Um, certainly, Security is one, risk is another. These are obvious compliance. But I've seen other people parlay it into organizational development. Somebody I know well who was an IT audit senior manager at ConAgra and then went to Nike was uh, turned into being one of their diversity leaders. So I think it's a matter of um, thinking about how you're going to use what you know and transfer it to something that's meaningful for you and your company. So no, I think there's loads of opportunity.
0: And then do you have any recommendations of resources where people can go to learn more about and develop their soft skills?
1: Right. That's a that's a good question. Pam Nigro, chairman of the board at ISACA, was just talking, um, I think, on ISACA Digital about how much she believes in Toastmasters. And I would absolutely second that. Uh, I think she's right on track. And I've recommended Toastmasters to a number of people. But going back to something else we just talked about, ISACA chapters have opportunities to give a, a small talk. Why not you know, carve out? You can even invent your own 15-minute talk on something and ask for feedback. And then there's the upcoming ISACA mentorship program right? That's newly launched. Um, and I think that'll be a place where people can um, find a mentor who might be able to willingly take on, hey, I'm going to give you a five-minute presentation. Could you give me a critique?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I see another question. I think this is a certification. is not only for auditors, but also helpful for auditees. Is that correct?
1: Sure. I mean, I I think that the more people know about the domain areas covered by ISACA and about COBIT and kind of what controls are and how auditors think about them, uh, I think that's very, it's very valuable. I mean, do they actually need to get the cert? Maybe, maybe not. depends on their career aspirations, but hey, it couldn't hurt to review all the materials and look at the domain areas and really get a good understanding of that. Definitely.
0: All right. Well, I think that's all the questions we have time for. Um, but thank you so much for joining us today, Caitlin.
1: Oh, a pleasure to be here, Safia. Thanks for your, your time and thanks everybody.
0: Thank you. And thank you so much to everybody who joined us. This was a great conversation. Now, be sure to look for your Adisaka e-newsletter, which is delivered on Wednesdays to get more of Caitlin's great career advice and check out the IT Audit Fundamentals Certificate at the link on your screen. Thank you so much for joining us and have a great day.